Welcome to a new edition of Express Yourself, episode 11. I am your host, Devante Little, and I really do appreciate you guys subscribing. If you know anybody that needs to listen to a guy who knows his sports, I'm the guy. This episode is entitled, What Did I Watch? And it's it's basically going to explain in this episode what NFL games I've been watching, what college games I've been watching, you know, pretty much between the two. And as far as like college football and college basketball all in one, um, it's, it's a lot, a lot to say when it comes to a professional football and college football and then the college basketball. And guess what? We're close to NBA season, you guys. So I will get into the mix of NBA because the the schedule is out. So I just want to highlight some things, see what's going on. And um, got a little shout out from the women's side of things. And for those that do follow sports or at least just watch SportsCenter, I'm sure it's been on SportsCenter. You will know where I'm getting to with this woman here. Uh, later on in the episode, but of course, I have to give you this this whole outlook of 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 what's going on in my life and what I see. First off, let's start off with the snow. Um, here in Michigan, the snow has finally failed and it is stuck. I haven't seen it this morning, but I've seen it last night. It looks like it's very slippery outside. So for all you Michiganders, be very careful. I can't leave the house until Friday. I'm in quarantine. I did test positive. Remember I said I took the test? I did test positive. I am fine. Don't have any symptoms. I do have a a cough per hour. It's probably five coughs now per hour, but it's just the one, just one cough, just boom, just out there. So if you do hear me cough, in this episode, I do apologize. I'm not going to hold my cough in. Never good to hold anything in. So I will say that. I've just been quarantining, playing 2K, and watching movies. Um, so, you know, I get back to work next week, hopefully. I'm going to take another test on Friday, see what happens. Uh, probably get my results by Monday, and we'll, we'll go from there for my sake and uh, my fiance and uh, mother-in-law. Hopefully things go well for us. My fiance does not have it, thank God. She has been great bringing me food. Very, I had a very good Thanksgiving, too, despite me having a quarantine. Got had great food. Shout out to my, my auntie and my fiance. Just, you know, you got to love your family. So, you know, gotta, I just have to express that. I know you guys want to get into the sports, but you know me. You got to get to what's going on. Uh, around my life, I know you guys probably don't care, you know, about what I do. Maybe you guys do. I don't know. I know you guys want to get right into the sports, want to hear what I got to say, especially with the Matt Patricia firing. We were kind of touched on that last episode and pretty much throughout this whole show, just throughout the episodes with the Lions and all of this. And I got a lot to say about that as well. Because of the reactions I heard since it happened on Saturday, getting to that too. But I just want to let you guys know that I am 
Okay, so let's get started. Okay, so what was I watching last night? Seahawks, Eagles, I watched the whole game. I was not impressed by either team. I told you guys about the Seahawks. I'm not sold on this team. And it's more on the defense. Now, they play better, yes. And, and the play calling. I'm not a fan of Pete Carroll either. Um, she went for it on fourth down twice. Now, you can't do that against the good teams. If you do that and then you fail, you're, you're screwed. Because the Eagles is not a good team. They don't have anybody out there. You know, they play hard. But, I mean, what was that? Seriously. You know, um, DK Metcalf was being DK Metcalf. We know the offense is going to present some some good, uh, but outside of the play call. Like, I really am not a fan of the play call for the Seahawks. And I, I feel like they take their foot off the gas. It, it seems like that's happening now. Where at first, they were just, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I, I'm just so sick of these checkdowns. I hate checkdowns. That's why I like watching the Chiefs. I'm so tired of everybody just check down, check down, check down, check down, check. It's so annoying and and it becomes so consistent for every team to do it. It's like third and third and ten. You want to check down. I mean, it used to be a time where you're throwing past the first down to get a first down. Versus, oh, I'm going to check down and I'm going to hopefully get the first down with six more yards to get and the defense reacting very fast. Like, doesn't that piss y'all off? Like, it, it makes me just, it, it, it makes me cringe so much. Like, college football has more exciting plays. When I watch college football games, I see teams at least trying. Now, those are the good teams. Trying to get the first down on a third and long play. But, you know, I'm watching Michigan, and I see them check down. It's third and 10 or whatever it is. And they just they just check down. Like, come on, throw for first down. Throw towards the first down. Like, are you serious? That's not going to fly on Madden either. Like, it, it makes me so mad when I see a check down. Like, I see Carson Wentz check down. Like, that made me so Matt, and I know that he got to run for his life because he has no offensive line, but seriously, like, seriously, can can we throw for a first down? Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is back. I don't know how healthy he is, but he ain't really see the ball too much. Um, but, like, check down. Like, uh, uh, Boston Scott, I was like, BJ, but Boston Scott, from that five catches, check down. You know, I've seen checkdowns to tight end a couple of times. Your receiver shouldn't average like seven and a half yards. No, that shouldn't be. That's check down. Like, yeah, your tight ends did their part. But seriously, come on. Stop with the check down, man. Your wide receivers, you have Fogum, who really kind of made a name for himself a little bit. Rieger, he's your first round pick, and he only had three catches, 11 yards. Like, it's the play calling for the Eagles, too. Like, what is going on here? What did I watch yesterday? Did, I mean, I was better off just turning to the Alabama basketball game. And that was a blowout, which I thought would have been a close game. And I thought Bama would have won. But anyway, 
I was better off just watching that game. Or I was better off continuing watching movies because that's what I was doing. I mean, I've, I've watched Get Out. I've watched Lottery Ticket. I mean, I've seen these movies. And I just did a little movie research last night after these games. And I said, okay, well, I got some new movies I can watch. Do, 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 do. Which I add to my repertoire if I don't watch any college basketball, which I probably will. But um, I just need to add some to my repertoire since NBA is not back yet. The training camp started today, actually. It's the first of the month. Last month of 2020, you guys, by the way. But I, I, I just I just can't deal with these, these checkdowns. Like, are, are you kidding me? Now, with the Seahawks, it was just the play calling. Uh, he did, they did throw some, some balls. Of course, Russell was going to do that. He checked down sometimes, which is okay. It's okay to check down sometimes. But can, can we, like, get into the habit of at least trying to throw a deep ball? I mean, can we? I mean, Carson Wentz. I mean, I know you tried the first two possessions of the game, but... I mean, those were bad throws. Those were, okay, they're not open. And, okay, credit to Seahawks defense, they did well. But who exactly did they stop? I mean, the last two weeks. Um, Yeah, you beat the Cardinals, but the Cardinals, their offense isn't explosive either. And that's what I mean by check down. They've played two teams with check downs. And for Seattle's sake, they're going to probably... Whoop on the Giants because they had Colt McCoy. Now, if Danny Dimes was playing, maybe it would be a little closer. But uh, if you are this Seahawks team, you have to win your next three games, right? Because, I mean, when I do these games, I, I like to look at the narrative, what's going on in the future. Because you do got the Giants, you got the Jets, you got Washington football team. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, the Washington football team, they have presented a very good defense that I have said off the air to a lot of people and people laughed at me and now people are respecting the fact that, hey, they actually do have a defense. Uh, Yeah, I didn't think their past defense would be this good, but I said this defense is coming. I said it all season uh, before I started this show. This team defense is upcoming. I don't know what they're going to do on offense. I don't know. They need to figure out their quarterback because I said they have three quarterbacks that they can start. They need to figure out if Haskins is the guy, and they already sat him down. Now, Alex Smith ain't doing all of that, but I will say, when you have this defense, you don't have to do all of that. This is a good defense, so that could be the test for Russell Wilson in pretty much the last three games. So, the next two games, yeah, you get your 10 wins where... Okay, you can make playoffs with 10 wins automatically. But then things get real. You got to beat the Washington football team. They're going to come at you. And you're going to have to protect Russell Wilson. That's the game I'm waiting for because I ain't judging them on the Giants game and the Jets game unless they torch that defense who's been playing pretty well. But they should win because Colt McCoy is terrible. I mean, you talk about check down. But they will get the Rams. They will get the 49ers. And I'm going to tell you this. The 49ers, they look rejuvenated. I loved what I saw from them. But I'll get to them in a minute. And now let's look on the Eagles side. 
because they are three and seven and one. They've lost the last three games. They are two and two against the division. So of course their division games will be the games they must win. But they got to squeeze out Green Bay and the Saints. And that's going to be hard. Now, Green Bay, I'm still not sold on Green Bay. So that's one of those games that I'm kind of looking forward to on Sunday. Because clearly, Green Bay, I still, I mean, they did torch the Bears defense. But it ain't like Aaron Rodgers threw 400. It ain't like that. I mean, that was a game that I did figure could go over. I didn't think it was going to be that high scoring, but looking at the over total, I can kind of see it going a little over than that. The Saints, we can't even, we can't say the Saints is going to get an automatic win. I know the Eagles are bad, but the Saints' defense is that good, but offensively, Taysom Hill can't throw the ball. So what is going to happen there. Like, Carson Wentz can have his moments, but he's got to step up now and just say if they do lose to Green Bay, we'll probably see Jalen Hurts. And, you know, everybody, not everybody, I have one person, a good friend of mine, we always have a debate about Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz is playing bad. I'm not going to just say he's not. I mean, he is, you know. But, as far as play calling goes, play calling's not good. As far as the O line goes, O line's not good. Um, as far as his receivers, I don't even know if they can't even get open. He doesn't have any receivers that has rock running in their ability. You can pretty much man them up and you're good to go. The tight ends are the only ones that get open. And thank God they got Richard Rogers, or this would be even worse. I know Zach Ertz is hurt too, so that takes his favorite target away. And Deshaun Jackson not being there, which is the guy who gets open. You can't really man up on him because he is probably the best route runner on the team. Um, you have all the guys that goes deep, but when you don't have all your weapons, it minimizes what you can do. So that's why I'm like, okay, yes, he's playing bad, but look what he got on the offensive side of things. And his best receiver was Fogum. Who? Exactly. So... You know, I have that I have that notion of Carson Wentz. Like Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, but when he has no weapons, he isn't good and for his sake he has been close to beating the playoff teams. Uh like uh I mean every team he has lost to will probably be in the playoffs outside of the Ravens. Unless they get it going. So, which means the Giants will probably win the division or the Washington football team. One of the teams probably win the division. And right now, they'll probably be Washington football team since Danny Dimes is out. Can the Eagles win it? They still can. But will they? Uh, I don't know. If they squeeze out Packers and Saints, then okay. Now they're cooking because the Cardinals just, yeah, they're my surprise team. But they just don't look good to me and... As far as the Cowboys, the Cowboys, I don't know what happened on Thanksgiving. And then you got the Washington football team, which it could come down to that game maybe for either team. So I'm just trying to figure out what I watched last night because I was not impressed. Uh, Now, 
I was impressed with some teams on Sunday afternoon as far as Kansas City. Let's get on that because um, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Now, the second half, Kansas City couldn't do anything, and that could be an issue where is Kansas City the team to beat? Of course they are. They won a Super Bowl, and they're 10-1, and one, but they are second in the AFC. And I'm trying to figure out this Mahomes situation. Uh, I mean, he is that good. And that that's that's what I mean by situation. Like, it's Mahomes and then everybody else. Like, to see Mahomes do what he do, it, it's outstanding. He did get sacked twice. Didn't know if Tampa Bay would touch him. And Tyreek Hill being Tyreek Hill. This is, as long as this, this team stays healthy, they're they're good. And, and right now it's looking like they can. And they're just going out there, figure out new ways to make plays. And, and I think that's just what practice is. And to see Pat Mahomes, 30 touchdowns, two interceptions. And they're protecting him like crazy like you're talking about he's only been sacked 14 times 14 times like that's that's mind-boggling they do a good job of protecting him they do a good job of making the plays and then you look on the other side remember i said tampa bay can't beat the good teams they're just gonna whip on the bad teams that is true but i'll tell you this the falcons the falcons gonna show up one both, probably both of those games, but Tom Brady can't throw like that. Hearing that he calls the plays at the huddle with Tom Brady, you got to do a better job here. Uh, but and it looked like Tampa Bay could have been running now. If you gave Tom Brady the ball back, who knows? Maybe he throws a touchdown and we're having a different discussion. But um, Gronk had over 100 yards. That was good to see, but let's just say Kansas City defense isn't all of that. Chris Godwin had his thing, but Antonio Brown, thats not, I don't think that's working. <clears throat> what is going on with A.B.? Like, are you kidding me, uh, A.B.? Are we going to uh, get a touchdown here? He might have lost his, his step, but uh, A.B., if you don't get a touchdown by the season's end, yeah. That this would have been that rough. Everybody wanted to just, oh, on paper they look good. Uh, Bruce Arians, why are you not calling offense? You're the offensive guru. I don't care how good Tom Brady is. I don't care how many Super Bowl wins he has. Uh, who's older? Bruce Arians, I think that's you. Uh, who's the coach? Uh, Bruce Arians, I think that's you. What's Tom Brady going to do? He better listen to you or he's not going to win another Super Bowl. He probably won't even make it there because they can't be good teams. They're to figure something out because, yeah, like I said, they can't be good teams. Now, I probably went out because... They always beat the bad teams. Now, the Falcons is a bad team record-wise, but on when you look at them on the field, they actually have some fight. I don't know what they did against the Saints, but I'm sure they're going to play better against the Saints this week coming up. Hint, hint on my picks. Now, as far as Kansas City, they got Denver Sunday night. So, I'm going to be paying attention to that game because, of course, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Mr. Checkdown. And I want to see who's starting at quarterback for the Broncos because uh, what the hell did I watch? <laughs> what quarterback was that? Golly, I thought he played co- uh, quarterback in college. I could have done better. I could have thrown for more yards. 
I don't know how much he got paid for it. 200K, 20K, whatever. He's off practice squad, so don't get too much. I don't know. But it mean he would have had more than what I got right now. And I would have done a better job. Broncos, you need a quarterback? Call me. I'm sorry. Can't call me. I'm on protocol. Well, pretty much until Friday. Take a test. Hey, hey you can bring me in. Hey, I give Jerry Judy the ball. Hey, Jerry Judy, you, you were one of the best receivers in college last year. I would give you the ball. Anyway, Kansas City, they got the Broncos, and then they play the Dolphins. These are some tough defenses they will face these last five games. Broncos' defense is that good. That's why I'm like, uh, if Mahomes just tortures these teams. This is a test for him to me because the Dolphins, when they play them on the 13th, I can't wait to preview that next week. When they play them, um, that that's going to be a good game. Uh, when they play the Saints, that's going to be a good game. Because Saints going to come. So these games, these next five games will be something special to watch. And especially the Falcons game. Because uh, that could be your high-scoring game right there. If uh, Mahomes and them, and they uh, they can't go over these next three games, uh, that Falcons game will be over. And, of course, they get the Chargers. And my Chargers are bad, but it's week 17. And if they the Chiefs do find a way to win these next four games before playing the Chargers, they'll just rest them anyway. They won't have anybody out there. Miko Hardman will probably just be the, the main guy, main focus, Patrick Robinson maybe. Uh, but, I mean, Kansas City probably still win because they have outstanding backups as far as on the offensive side. Well, outside of the quarterback. I don't even know who their backup is. But anyway, that's that's just me on that on that game. Tampa Bay can't beat good teams. The 49ers, they look like a team that deserves to be in the playoffs. I mean, they were all over the place. Now, I know they need Jimmy G because Nick Mullins ain't going to do his thing because he he likes to turn the ball over every game. But he'll make sure Debo Samuel get the ball. Welcome back, Debo. Uh, Can't wait to Ayuk get back. But what I saw from this defense, I mean, Jared Goff, he just has trouble against 49ers, it seems like, every time. And it seems like Shanahan beats McVay. I love the rivalry between the two. Um, but uh, I do like the running attack of the Rams. I, the Rams needed a loss like this. They are 7-4 now. They got the Cardinals. They focus on them because they got the Cardinals twice. On the third and, of course, this upcoming Sunday. So... With the Rams, you, you you can't take your foot off the gas. You, you still you can't let this loss kill you because um, I know you lost 49ers twice. But you, you, you can't let it kill you because you got to beat the Cardinals twice. you got to beat the Seahawks. You have to find a way to win your divisional games. You're one and two now. This division. You go ahead and beat the Cardinals. That's the huge game. I can't wait. 4 o'clock Sunday. Can't wait to Sunday. I love my Sundays. And then they turn around to the shortened Thursday night game of the Patriots. And the Patriots defense is that good. Uh, The offense of the Patriots isn't that good. But they find a way to win. I'll get to that in a minute. And then you got the Jets. Play the Seahawks. You've already beaten them, beaten them by a touchdown. 
and they'll probably be underdogs, but they'll probably be so close of an underdog, you will probably want to take the under, by the way, too, I'm sure. If it's at, like, 50 and a half or something like that, I might scream under, but I don't know. Could be an outstanding game. We'll get to that when we get to the Christmas uh, show. That's the Christmas show, you guys, when they play Seahawks. But anyway, the Rams got to win these games. These are important games. The Jets is the only true game that they can win because the Patriots, you don't know. So the Rams is, is kind of like one of my favorite teams in the NFC right now. I think they can pull off some wins. They can win this division. I think they come down to the Seahawks game. You lose into the 49ers twice, why not beat the Seahawks twice? That's the one you want to beat. You know, the 49ers are on the backside looking in. And you look at the 49ers. They got the Bills next Monday night, and that's going to be a very good game. I'll probably take the 49ers in that game, by the way. Hint, hint. And then you get ready for watching the football team. Now, I want to see how they play against the Bills, but defensively, they looked on fire. They need Jimmy G back, first off. But defensively, if they're going to play like that, then I, I would really consider them winning the next three games where they could go 8-6, and six, and then we're looking at, hmm, can they win the division? Because they got the Cardinals and the Seahawks. They've already lost the Seahawks. And they played the Cardinals. And they lost to them to start the year. Uh, which probably a lot of people thought they would win. San Fran. I think it's a little too late for San Fran. They lost Super Bowl. You don't make the playoffs. But I did like what I saw. So let me uh, not get too excited for the 49ers. I did like what I seen. So they got to consistently do that here. Uh, I didn't talk about the Green Bay game. Sorry. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers did throw four four touchdowns. I got to give him credit for that. Didn't throw an interception. He, for him to throw four touchdowns versus this team. He's very good against the Bears, though. I will give him credit for that. He does usually torch them. How about Tanyan getting the touchdown? Remember I said in the fantasy waiver wire? Should I do another one today? Could. I think I am. Got it right here, right in front of me. Right on my sheet. But, uh, I mean, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, they, you know, kind of share carries now. And if they get it going, they both can run the ball. It's going to be hard to beat this team, yes. Uh, But Mr. Trubisky did have three touchdowns. Two to Allen Robinson. Hey, Allen Robinson, you do exist because you have a quarterback that wants to give you the ball. Uh, I don't think I'm a Nick Foles fan anymore. I was when he was on the Eagles. After he left, hmm, it just went downhill for him. Uh, but as far as Green Bay, yeah, they're, they're, they're taking the NFC North. Like I said, they would win it because of the circumstances. Now, they still can lose it because Vikings are winning games. Uh, but let's look at the Green Bay team here. Got to beat the Eagles. I don't know what Lions team we're going to see now that Matt P is gone. And the Panthers, I don't even know what Panthers team we're going to see. That's a Saturday game, by the way. And then the Titans will be tough. That will be a very tough game for Green Bay because uh, Titans look like they're getting the roll. Uh, and you got to stop that beast in Derrick Henry. So do I see, and this is the first I'm playing in Chicago, by the way, because they play Chicago Week 17. The Eagles game is important. It's like, you know, I believe that 
the offense has went down outside of, you know, them playing against the Bears and Colts. They didn't look good against Jacksonville. They didn't look good. Well, this is all right against 49ers. They kind of got that one because it was no Jimmy G. But uh, took some bad losses. And the Eagles can't be a bad loss. And for Green Bay, you lost to Tampa Bay, who can't be good teams, like I said. And that's why I'm like, Green Bay is not a good team. You know, they're going to win a division because this division is bad. I mean, Vikings is pretty much the other good team. But Kirk Cousins, we don't know what we're going to see. That's for Chicago's sake. They're done. Like I said. That probably beat the Lions, but Lions and Jags. And after that, they're 7-9 and Matt Nagy will be fired. He's going to lose his job. And then the Lions will probably hire him because he's in the division. He's supposed to be the guru offensively, maybe. I don't know. But what direction is the Lions going to go in? Hmm, don't know. Like I said, what quarterback did I see in the Broncos-Saints game? I don't want to talk about it. What did I even watch from Taysom Hill? Jeez, all you can do is run the ball, Taysom Hill. I mean, you're doing some good throws, but granted, Broncos defense is very good. Very tough to get um, a ball, but Michael Thomas. I need you to give Michael Thomas the ball. He needs his 15 receptions. I need to see that. But on the same side, they are the best team in the NFC right now, record-wise. They've got the Falcons. The rematch. They just played the Falcons last week. And they it wasn't like they scored either in that game. That's why I think the Falcons will make it closer. You're in excuse me, in Atlanta. And the, the offense isn't clicking without Drew Brees. I mean it 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 it, it was more solid with Drew Brees. It ain't like they scoring every time, but it was more solid. This defense though is very good. And they're going to need Taysom Hill to do his thing. Or they got to bring uh, uh, James Winston out. Because the defenses you got to play, they're going to play hard. But you have to score. Like, Falcons will probably be scoring now because, I mean, they couldn't protect Matt Ryan. They have to find a way to protect him or get rid of the ball quick, which they probably will. Eagles, I just don't know about the Eagles. I don't. Chiefs game, you're going to have to score against Chiefs. Ain't no 31, uh, ain't no 24-9 game. And you're lucky you got 31 on the Broncos because they had no quarterback. Hell, Drew Locke played. Whew, maybe the Broncos find a way to win. Don't know. But they're going to need Drew Brees if they're going to make a Super Bowl run. Taysom Hill ain't going to take him to the Super Bowl unless he learned how to really throw a ball. And I thought he looked good against Atlanta. I don't know where this Atlanta team came from against the Raiders. The Dolphins only putting 20 on the Jets. How in the hell is that possible? I don't even, I think this is the lowest. Okay, maybe the Bills. I think the Bills might have been the lowest. That an opponent has scored on them. Yeah, the Bills and the Dolphins. Two divisional games. And as far as the Jets, do they go 0-16? Hell, every time I say they could go, they could win the game, 
They end up losing the game. I said it. They could beat the Chargers. They could beat the Dolphins. The way the Raiders play, they could beat the Raiders. But then every time I see, the Jets just can't play. And if you lose to the Raiders, you're pretty much going to 1-16. Unless you beat the Patriots. And that's the big game. Because Patriots might even need that game to make the playoffs. Maybe. Might be a little too late for them. As far as the Dolphins, 7-4 and four now. They're continuing that takeover streak. Lucky for them, they've played bad teams. The Rams was a significant win to me. Maybe the Cardinals too. The Chargers, we're not good. Don't give me the Chargers game. Ugh. The Bengals. No, uh, no Burrow. That sucks. They play the Chiefs. That's the game for them. Because now I look at their schedule. They probably can win 10 games this year. You honestly need that surprise team to get your 10 wins. And this could be that team. Now, that's them just beating Bengals, Patriots, and Raiders. I just don't know what teams I'm going to see. I don't have that consistent teams outside of Pittsburgh, Kansas City, maybe the Saints, because the Saints are just winning games. Hmm. Patriots, Cards, what did I watch there? These two teams are so bad. Like the Cardinals play calling, you would think they have more exciting plays, but they don't. Because Kyler Murray only throws 170 yards with this offense. I mean, can you give Mahomes, DeAndre Hopkins, Isabella, Kirk? I'm sure he would do something here. Hell, I'm sure Tom Brady would. Have more passing yards with this team. You got DeAndre Hopkins, a top five receiver. Now, I know we talk about um, Patrick Mahomes having Tyreek Hill. Is he really a top five receiver? I don't know. It confuses me here a little bit. It really does with his raw receiver play. But I, I don't, this is true check down team. Like, their plays are so designed to check down and they think it's going to work, it's not going to work. That's the problem. They need a new play caller or something. Hire me. Hire me. DeAndre Hopkins, you're going to have 100 yards every game. It's no way. You're, it's no way. That's just no way. What? What is this I'm looking at here? And then, it's bad enough, the Patriots have no receivers. So, hey. You go ahead and stock up on receivers, Patriots, so then he can be relevant next year on offense because he has nobody to throw to. Jeez, the Patriots are so bad to watch. But you got to watch because it's Cam Newton. He's exciting to watch. But, you know, these two teams, oh, it was hurting me watching this game. I got red zone, so I get all of the access to all the games. Well, at least, you know, they're in the red zone and all the big plays. But still, the Vikings, they at least, the Vikings at least show promising plays. The Panthers, too. I love both of these teams. I love their play calling. Uh, it just sucks that Kirk Cousins be so bad. And then you look at the Vikings, 
They're five and six. Uh, like I said, it might have happened to you. Should not have lost to the Cowboys. Jeez, you'll be six and five. But Vikings, good news. You could possibly win the next five games and go ten and six and make the playoffs. You ain't gonna win the division. You still could, but you're not. Unless Green Bay just do something stupid. Don't even know how they pulled this game off. But uh they did it. This was an exciting game. Teddy Bridgewater versus his former team. You knew he was gonna come out. Justin Jefferson is just highlight real. And uh Ola Bissy, if um uh, Adam Thielen's not playing again. That's somebody you can pick up in waiver wire. I ain't gonna go all out on waiver wire talk today because I'm just reacting to these games that I've seen. Like what the heck? The Browns and Jacks was so bad of a game too. I'm trying to go through them quickly now because I got a lot to still get to. But the Browns are gonna actually at least be five hundred. For the first time in 13 years. So, it's a lot to celebrate for Cleveland. And as far as Mayfield, well, when he's in nice weather, he's actually going to produce. And Jarvis Landry actually produced. First touchdown of the year. Are you kidding me? Jeez. Can we get better receivers here? I thought him and Odell was supposed to be the best. Now, I know Odell's out for the year. Big game Browns will have against Titans. They got the Ravens uh, Monday night. And uh, Giants. And they also got the Steelers in the back end. So, the Browns, that, that Ravens game is a must-win. And Lamar Jackson will be back by then. That is a must-win game there. Must-win. Browns got to beat the Ravens because what if the Browns just lose out or something? I mean, I don't think they lose the Jets, will they? I mean, they are the Browns. Titans, Colts. Titans just pummeled them. Titans did what they were supposed to do because they wasn't going to lose to this team twice. That's why I said a few episodes back, yeah, it's, they're going to split this series, yes. That was a big win, too. You got two big road wins if you're the Titans. Now you got the Browns in. You got to play good at home because I don't know what I've been seeing in the home games that they got. But I think... Titans can somehow win out, but I would go twelve and four. I would just go twelve and four. Titans go twelve and four. They 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 won't be the top two seeds in the AFC because of how the Steelers are playing. I know they got uh, I know that they played the Steelers. They lost to them already, which sucks for their sake. They, they kind of messed up their confidence, but hey, Titans look good. If, if he's going to run like that, Derrick Henry, they're good to go. It's just I need the defense to do a little more stepping up, which they kind of did a good job on the Colts. I'm never not sold on Phillip Rivers anyway. This is Phillip Rivers we're talking about. Do the Colts make the playoffs? Because this is what I've seen from my Chargers. This is, these are, this is a case where the Colts could lose their next four games. They haven't played Texans all year, and everybody's believing in the Texans now. When I said when when the Texans were, um, let me see, were they 0-5? Well, they were 0-4. But then they were 1-6. Because I remember they were going to the bye week. And I said, hmm, could they actually win out? 
Now, they lost their game to the Browns. So, winning out was out of question after that. But, can they win out? Because the Bears and Bengals, that could be automatic wins for the Texans. You beat the Colts twice. You could be cooking with a game against the Titans. That'll probably get you in. Or at least make things interesting. Hmm. It could. I'm 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 little not a coach. They got some good wins. They did beat the Titans first time. It was a good win. And they beat Green Bay. But the Colts, they're not good against the division this year. Remember, they lost to Jacksonville week one. That was their bad loss. They lost to the Browns. Which is that a bad loss? Probably. The Ravens, that probably was the worst game they played. And pretty much, it looks like the only playoff team you probably lost to was the Titans. Maybe the Browns, if the Browns don't choke. But you can't lose to the Texans twice. Can't lose to the Raiders, because I don't know what to think of the Raiders after that game at Atlanta. And... You still got to match up with the Steelers. I I don't know, man. Crazy things that happen in the NFL. I mean, can I just be a little psycho here? Not a convincing win from the Giants either, by the way, against the Bengals. Was this game kind of something you wanted to see? Yeah, with Danny Dimes. Because when Cole McCoy came in, I was like, oh, not watching this game. Cole McCoy looked bad. Terrible. I ain't going to focus in on that game. I don't even know what happened to Derek Carr. He couldn't do anything. Josh Jacobs couldn't do anything. Are you kidding me? I mean, this Falcons defense just stepped up like that. Matt Ryan didn't even throw over 200 yards. What the heck? Edo Smith did his thing. Uh, Brian Hill did his thing. It wasn't no uh, Todd Gurley. I know you guys noticed that, but. The Falcons are now four and seven. They're just looking to just regroup for next year. I'm giving Falcons the third year next year. That's the third year because th- last season and this season, I said those that this is the surprise team. Third times the charm, Falcons get it done next year. Booking it. So then, when I get on internet radio, when the when it starts, and then I can probably get that. That crazy lady to call me and say, hey, the Falcons are going to make the Super Bowl. And she called me and she was correct. That was the year they went to the Super Bowl. I said, uh, no one has said that, but it's not unbelievable because they do have a very good team. But I just don't see it. You know, I don't see it happening. And she was right. That was her prediction. She had the Super Bowl right. Patriots, Falcons. But she thought Falcons would win, which they should have. She would have been spot on. My Chargers. My Chargers. My Chargers. This was a silly game because it was like turnover, then turnover, then turnover, then turnover. And then it was like, okay, Justin Herbert, let's go for 300 yards. They're letting him throw the ball. Uh, Austin Eckler, he led in receptions. How is that? I don't know. But he is definitely a receiving back, though. It's good to have him back. 
And it was also good to see Joey Bosa yet again. And Joey Bosa is going to be Joey Bosa. So if you can't protect Mr. Uh, Josh Allen here, hey, what do you think going to happen at the 49ers game? I think 49ers going to be all on him. Oh, yeah. I just don't trust Josh Allen. Everybody is putting their trust in Josh Allen until he gets to the playoffs and do the most idiotic thing ever. And my thing is, let's see how he does against these five defenses he's going to have to face. I'm going to put this out here for the next five games for Josh Allen. If he has a good QBR, and this is just the next five games, these are all good defenses. 49ers, Steelers, Broncos, Patriots, Dolphins. If he can give me more touchdowns than interceptions and give me a good number of yards against these defenses, I am going to believe in the Bills. And when when I do my matchups on January 5th, the first show of 2021, then I am going to pick the Bills. I'm going to pick the Bills no matter who they play because they won't be playing Kansas City. They won't be playing Pittsburgh in the first round. Because, I mean, if he does do well, then that means he did good against these, you know, he won these games. Because you don't torch any of these defenses and lose. Probably only the Pittsburgh game. But outside of that, no other game. And my charges were done. I knew it would be bad. Everybody tried to convince me. I told you guys no. And... I don't even want to go through the Thanksgiving games and what did I watch because uh, Lions, what the hell was that? Matthew Stafford, you're below, you're next, you're going in the offseason, go somewhere else, hopefully you strive there, but your time here in Detroit is done. We're rebuilding, just like the Pistons, woohoo, because we're going to go young and we're going to be bad, just like Jacksonville or just like the Jets or whatever. And we're going to be getting, I don't know, maybe we will get our quarterback. Because maybe the Lions will lose out. Go 4-12. Go 4-12 and and have a top five pick and get a quarterback. That can happen. Woohoo. Because Cincinnati will probably lose out, but they don't need a quarterback. They have their quarterback. Uh, The Jets probably get their quarterback. Uh, Jacksonville probably will. Yeah, maybe. But uh, outside of that, who else is bad in the league? Um, Dallas is bad, but they're not gonna get they're not gonna get a quarterback to be done with Dak and Chargers. We have our quarterback and the Eagles. They have their quarterback because they got Jalen Hurts behind Carson Wentz. They're not gonna draft another quarterback. But go ahead, go ahead, Carolina win. Go ahead, Atlanta win. Washington football team win. Texans win. Denver's. I don't know if they got the quarterback. Drew Locke. Is that the guy they like? And the Giants, uh, I think they like Danny Dimes. And, uh, hey, Lions, don't let the Bears lose because then you will move up because the Bears will probably be looking for a quarterback. Don't try to be good when you're bad. Okay, so I thought the regular season schedule was out. I don't see any regular season games for the NBA, but. It is in two stages. The 
NBA season. This is how it's going to go. Preseason starts December 11th, so we'll probably get more in-depth on the NBA schedule next week. Next week's show, because uh, it is the first, and of course next week is the eighth, and we should have a full-blown schedule. Preseason, December 11th through the 19th. And also we have NBA uh, preview, maybe uh, on the first day of the season. Uh, first half of regular season, don't know when I'm going to do it, by the way. Uh, is December 22nd, March 4th. That's the first half of the season. Our star break would be March 5th through the 10th. And then the second half of the season is March 11th through May 16th. Play-in tournament, May 18th through the 21st. Playoffs will be for two months, May 22nd through July 22nd. So, I will be a married man by the time the second half of the regular season is um, over with. And I can't wait. Cannot wait. So, there you go. Congratulations to me and my fiancé. Yes. But... It's just a, a couple of things I just want to just add on here. Um, Kemba's going to miss start of season with his knee injury. He probably just need to be out for the season because uh, Kemba, I think they need to ship you away. Um, Hornets, why did you sign Gordon Hayward? Michael Jordan, are you the worst owner? This could be the smartest move, though. You know, I look at both sides of the of the argument of the coin or whatever you want to call it. Um, there's always a flip side because Gordon Hayward was very good being the guy when he was with Utah. I know he had that freaky leg injury and then he goes to Boston and, uh, hey, he, um, wasn't, you know, wasn't bad, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he was bad. I don't sit around and beat around the bush. Gordon Hayward was terrible. Now, on 2K, I don't know what it is, but he can defend his, you know, butt off. And he just don't do that in real life anymore. He used to. When he was in Utah. Maybe they see something uh, that I don't see. No, Jordan's a bad owner. He might have got it right with LaMelo, though. LaMelo's going to be pretty good. P.J. Washington's pretty good. I mean, can I at least give him credit for that? And when they trade Terry Rozier, hopefully they get something good for him. And then, Michael Jordan, you won't be so bad after all. As an owner. That's what I mean. He is the GOAT. You got Andrew Bogut retires as well. Um, I thought he'd been retired, but it's official now. Well, Andrew Bogut was number one pick because of his size. Everybody always wanted to go for that, Greg Oden, you know. And things just don't work out for a big man with the number one pick. So good thing James Wiseman didn't go number one. He went number two. And he might be very good. He might be very good for Golden State. That might be the steal. Watch out for them boys. Also, I didn't even touch base on Raven Steelers. They are supposed to play tomorrow. They probably will. They're saying that the running backs are good to go. Lamar Jackson still isn't. But at least Lamar Jackson would be good to go against the Cowboys. I believe they would be playing the Cowboys next. I don't know. The schedule thing is just... 
it's it's confusing, but it's okay. We'll all get through it. But anyway, I, I want to get into the college sports thingy here. Um, I, I want to get through the the quarterbacks here. You know what quarterback nobody likes to mention in uh, college? That would be uh, BYU's very electric um, quarterback. And I, I just I just want to make sure that I, I don't I get his first name right because I, I always know last names, and, and it's not a it's not a tricky first name. I mean, it's a regular first name, uh, Zach Wilson, because. He has been so solid for this BYU team. They're 9-0. They can score. They can play defense. Zach Wilson is a very... I don't know where this came from because he didn't do this last year. He didn't do it the year before. All of a sudden, he's playing like... A quarterback? Nah, I know he was hurt last year. No, he missed some games last year. Nah, his first year he came in. Uh, Mangum couldn't do anything. And here he comes. But now he's finally getting it and he's finally healthy. BYU, they're, they're playing. Playing really good this year. They beat Boise. They just got San Diego State left. Boys is probably the only competition they played. I mean, it's not like they played their conference, but, I mean, who cares about their conference, right? You know, you got to put them in a conversation, though, with Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and and uh, Trash, Kyle Trash. You, you have to. And uh, I, I'm just trying to really figure out you know, will he be going into the draft? Because he should, if he's not thinking about it. I think he should. Uh, when you look at the, the quarterbacks in the draft, I mean, Zach Wilson, we're, we're projecting him to just go. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe the Lions can get him. But Mac Jones, I, I mean, I look at, I'm looking at it. I mean, Mac Jones is not even top 10 uh, in the draft. And I'm like, Mac Jones would be a steal. So, Lions, go after Mac. Go after Mac. If he's still there. We don't know what's going to happen because Bama might just win the whole damn thing. And another thing about what did I just watch? How in the hell did Michigan State win that game? How did they do it? But, hey, Mel Tucker... Hey, he got a, a win over a ranked opponent. Uh, Harbaugh, where you at, man? Where you at, dog? Michigan State 2-3. and three. Nah, if Mel Tucker beats my Ohio State Buckeyes, that's probably where I'm going to start the show with next week. And right now, we don't know if the game's going to play. But I'm going to just hope it plays because uh, we kind of need to play that game. And uh, we need to play the Michigan game, too. COVID's trying to ruin our season, man. That's all. 
I, I'm, I'm more into this college basketball thing right now because the season just started. See, college football, I'm only into the, you know, when the, when the season just starts. And then I watched the Buckeyes, and I watched Michigan lose every game so far. Lose to Penn State, who has lost every game. And then Michigan State, because Michigan State, they always make games interesting. It's like the Northwestern game. They made it very interesting, and they won it. Big win for them, bad loss for Northwestern. Ugh. Okay. My college basketball, I really enjoyed the start. And it's just a couple of things that I just got to say. Let's start off with Press Virginia. They've always been the type of team that you pretty much respect. I mean, they're not in the top 10. Here's the top 10, by the way. The Zags, Baylor, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois. How about the Big Ten? They're that good, y'all. Duke, Kansas, Michigan State, Creighton, Houston. The Big Ten is that good, you guys. They really are. Um, But, like I said, Press Virginia is is one of those teams that Bob Huggins always do a great job for that team. Uh, But I I love Miles McBride. Derek Culver, he is a solid, solid 6'10 guy. You know, he was a a top 100 recruit. He wasn't the top, you know, wasn't the best. But, you know, when you're a top 100 recruit, you got to show up. If he can go ahead, average that double-double, be aggressive. If he can do that. I think this team will be somewhat good. I mean, they're playing. They're playing some offense, and I remember they they just never been one of the best offensive teams. They've been like one of the best defensive teams. Like so far, they're not playing like the best defensive team. But the season is still kind of young here, and uh, they can try to be the best best team in the Big. 12, but uh, of course, you know, Baylor and Kansas represents themselves very highly, and really, Baylor. Baylor looks really good, too. Um, I, I got to talk about one of the top schools in all of college, and that is uh, UCLA. Like, Mick Cronin, I think this is his second year with this team. This team has no type of defense. I I am appalled here. Now, I know it's been two games, but are you serious? You have a lot of good recruits. Got to figure something out here. Chris Smith, this is last year. Maybe this is his year. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to do so well. I'm going to go to the NBA, which he probably will. Chicago always holds their own when it comes to NBA players. But Jaquez... Lee, that's his name. Got to step up. Can't go no damn three overtimes of Pepperdine. This team is, is playing like they're probably not that good. UCLA. What, what are you going to do when we get to the Pac-12 tournament? Are you going to beat Oregon? Are you going to beat Arizona State? Probably not. I mean, you're going to triple overtime with Pepperdine. 
Pepperdine. Jeez. Wait, wait until Pepperdine plays Gonzaga twice. Uh, yeah, we'll see who real Pepperdine is. UCLA is bad. That's the whole point. How about Gonzaga? Is there, is, are they still the team? Really, like, you're like, okay. This team just... They have the bad WCC conference. They're always going to be one of the top offensive teams. They still struggle on defense. Drew Tim, Timmy, whatever you pronounce last name. Corey Kispert, Jalen Sucks. I mean, them adding Jalen Sucks to this team makes them a so much better team because you got Corey Kispert. He's the senior. Now, Jalen Suggs is going to be, be able to go unless he's going he gonna to opt out, you know, plan another year where he'd be like, okay, look, my freshman year, I'm out of here at 18. Or he could just stay here, be the guy if Drew Timmy go. Corey Kispert's definitely going to, the, you know, the draft or whatever. This is a good Zaga team. Corey Kispert, he's doing so much better. Now, the season is still young, of course. They are just... 2-0, but, I mean, offensively, how do you beat this team? Guess what? Tomorrow, it's going to be Gonzaga versus Press Virginia. Oh, guess what? Saturday, it is Gonzaga versus Baylor. Now, these are the two tests here. Oh, guess what? December 19th, they got Iowa, you guys. Yeah, they got a pretty tough schedule until they play that division, well, conference. If they go into that conference undefeated, newsflash, they're going to win it all. Because I'm going to tell you this, Iowa, like I said, they're probably the best team in the Big Ten. Luca Garza, we all know about him. Like, I I mean, this is not his first rodeo. We all knew he stayed for a senior year. Could he be a number one pick? Possibly. But, man, Luca Garza gets better and better. That's scary. He's 6'11", 260, good size. What can't he do? You don't see many guys from D.C. balling like this. And he won the best recruit, and now he one of the best guys in the league. Hey, Fran McCaffrey, you got a good. And, and you know what? You got a North Carolina team that I think you can beat next Tuesday. It'll be a good game. The Big Ten is so talented. Iowa, if they just run through the Big Ten, which I don't think they will because the Big Ten is going to be tough. Because Illinois, where the hell Illinois come from? Now, I I have fun with college basketball, so you guys have to bear with me. Ayo Dosanlu, he's balling. 3-0, they got good guard play. They added Adam Miller to the team. He also went to Morgan Park High School, just like A.O. So they know each other. Their top four players is good. Kofi Cockburn, what a center. Jamaican, from Jamaica. He only a sophomore. When you look at what happened last year, Kofi was good. What, What made them so much better, like I said, Adam Miller joining this team. They got good guard play. They're probably the best two guards that you're going to see. Just tandem. Hand in hand. Maybe. But as for Illinois, 
you got to go ahead and be Baylor. Tomorrow, you guys, tomorrow, you guys got to watch college ball because that's me. Tomorrow, that is me. Woo-wee. Tomorrow going to be a big day. Then next Tuesday, they got Duke. After that, they pretty much, hey, let's get ready for the Big Ten. Let's go ahead and just beat everybody. Big Ten going to beat on each other. That's why I can't wait to watch these Big Ten matchups. Ooh, I can't wait. I get so excited. College basketball excites me, you guys. But let me give you a surprise team of the year. Because I want you guys to really see where I'm coming from here. They're a team in the ACC. Usually the ACC can give you some surprises. But this year, Virginia Tech is my surprise team here. Kia Luma, the junior forward for Maryland. He is definitely a, a new kid that came to Virginia Tech because uh, he was a redshirt last year. Remember, he was with Wofford. He was with a Wofford team where he didn't see any playing time. So, uh, I'm sorry. I called him Key. Kev. Uh, Aluma. He was a Wofford. Didn't get any playing time. He was a red shirt last year. This is definitely his time to shine. And this team do play defense too, Virginia Tech. That, that's, that's, that's Mike Young's M.O. But he never had a type of offense like he do this year. Them adding Kev Aluma. And I could be butchering his name. I'm not good at names. I don't really I don't really hear a lot of broadcasts when I watch these games. But what they did to Nova, it's 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 raising some eyebrows here because now you're like, oh I can't wait till they play Virginia because Virginia is bad. Oh I can't wait till they play Duke because Hey, Duke is Duke. Duke is good. And the good thing is they get a Penn State team in the Big Ten who, okay, the Big Ten is bad, but at least they're not getting the high end of the Big Ten teams. Now, Penn State have some offense. And granted, when they play Virginia, take the under, because Virginia still plays defense. But the defense isn't the same. Now, they're still playing good defense. They're still not a top defense right now. Usually, they start off being the top. Uh, I still like Sam Hauser on Virginia. Now, Virginia gets Michigan State, and they get Nova. Michigan State is next Wednesday. It's like Wednesday. You get the epic games. Tuesday and Wednesday, right? And maybe you probably get a good matchup on a Saturday. Virginia's not good. And, I mean, they're going to make the tourney. But at what seed? And like I said, you just have to go through these teams and and really focus in. Because I tell you this, I was so locked in last year. I was so ready for the tournament. Well, you know, last season, so ready for the tournament until COVID hit us. And we have no March Madness. But we will have it next year. I'm sure of it. COVID, you're going to die. The picks are in. Only NFL picks, you guys. Not going to focus in on college football right now. But we'll make sure we have the picks up. I know I've said it. Haven't done it. 
make sure that they are up because I want you guys to make some money. We got to go out here, make some good money. Now, this is what I got, my spreads. We're going to start with the Baltimore and Pittsburgh game. It's at 10. Got it at 10. It's right there. Pittsburgh may be 8-2 against the spread. I think Baltimore has a lot to fight for. RJ3 is not a bad quarterback. It's not like Lamar Jackson is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's Lamar Jackson. But they have the running backs. Give me Baltimore plus 10. I'm taking it. I'm taking it, taking it, taking it. Give me that. Lions, Bears. What I have in front of me in a Lions and Bears game. Um, I went to the wrong thing here. But what I have in the Lions and Bears, I'm trying to get to it. Minus three. What a sprint. Three? Are you kidding me? Both teams are so bad. But the Bears, their own one is a favorite. I got to roll with the, the underdog of the Lions. Plus three. They, they got an interim in there. They're covered. They probably just end up winning the game. I just don't like the the Bears. Sorry. Um, Cincy and Miami. Miami 11? And Miami at 11. It's so tough because Cincinnati does a good job at covering games. Um... They're very good as an underdog, as you've seen against the Giants. They did just cover that. Miami's 2-0 at home as a favorite. As a home favorite. Um, So, I'm, I'm going to just take the Dolphins here. Sure, why not? They just had a good win. You know, to beat a bad team. Cincinnati's a bad team. Their defense is good. Miami's. So, give me Miami. Minus 11, I'll take it. The uh, Colts, Texans, uh, Colts are three-point favorites. This is this is a tough one here. Um, Indy's very good on the road, which is why I might lean in their direction. I know I like the Texans. Texans is just not a good team, and they lost uh, two key players. They're suspended for the rest of the year, so give me the Colts. I know what I said beginning of the show, but I'm taking the Colts. Jacksonville, Minnesota. Minnesota, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. It is so tough to choose this here. I might just roll with Jacksonville because they have a little fight in them. If Thielen does not play, I, I might have to take Jacksonville here. I don't know what to get out of Kirk Cousins. And I, I just don't know. But Minnesota as a home favorite, and I really one of the best teams to cover. I would take Jacksonville. If anything, if I was a bet on this game, I'm taking the over just because I don't know how this game's going to go. Let's roll with the over here. This could be your over pick here. 52. That's the over. That could be it. Las Vegas Raiders. The Jets. The Raiders are seven and a half point favorites. The Raiders, as road favorites, they are two and one. The Jets as home underdogs, two and four. This is one of the toughest games to pick. This could be your over game. Because I just don't see the Raiders not scoring points on the Jets. And it could be that type of game. If the Jets are going to win, just take the over. It's at 47. Let's be safe. Because you don't want to just pick Raiders straight up. And then you're like, dang, I should have took the over. Because in order to beat the Raiders, you got to score. So, 
Give me the over. The uh, Saints-Falcons. Saints, three-point favorites. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons. Like I said, the Falcons, they look good to me at home. As home underdogs, they won. That was against the Raiders. They just won that game, so why not pick them again? Uh, where they could possibly win this game, the Falcons. Saints got to lose sometime. I think this this Falcons game, and maybe to the Chiefs too, because they don't have Drew Brees. Tennessee and the, and the Browns, the Titans at home, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. This is a tough one here. I kind of want to wait on the weather here. If the weather's nice, I might just be all over on the over here. But um, if I was to pick a team... I'm going to just take the Titans. I think the Titans are a good team. I hate the five and a half. Usually you take the underdog. I have to just go see what's going on. Look in. Because Miles Garrett play, I might lean back to the Browns. I don't I don't know. If the weather's nice in Tennessee, the Browns are probably covering that spread at least. Got to respect the Browns, though. That five and a half. I hate that number. Giants and Seahawks. Seahawks seven and a half. That's what we have here in front of me. The Giants are 5-0 as road underdogs, but the Seahawks 4-1 as home favorites. The higher percentage is the Giants. It's a tough game. There is Coach McCoy, though. That's why you got to lean towards Seahawks. If Danny Dimes was playing, I would have been all over on the Giants to win this game. Giants defense is good, but I think Colt McCoy is just too bad. Seahawks defense has been playing good. Of late, there's no way Colt McCoy torches this defense. They do all wait till next Tuesday. They all just wait. The Rams and the Cards. First to open as an Arizona Pick'em game. The Rams are now three-point favorites. As a home underdog, though, Arizona's 1-0. They're 3-1 as an underdog. So you kind of might want to lean towards that. This could be a game that goes under. 48 and a half is the over-under. It's going to be around here. That's your tease. That's the tease. If you want to buy some points, that's the one. Eagles, Packers. Packers, seven-point favorites. As bad as the Eagles are, there's no way they cover this. Give me Packers seven points. I will take it. That might be a little too low for a team, the Eagles team. I just, I don't know. This is a tough game here to even just think about here. But give me the Packers. Got to just take Green Bay until Eagles do something. This could be the game of the 425s. Maybe it's Eagles and Green Bay. But Patriots and Chargers. Because Patriots got to win. But it's like the Chargers is going to be that team that messes things up. It's a pick'em game. If the line moves, I think whoever ends up being the favorite when the point spread comes about Sunday or whatever, if you want to wait till an hour before the game, 30 minutes before the game, or really 30 minutes before your 1 o'clock games when to add this game to it, whoever's the favorite, take them. Um, that's just the way I'm rolling. It's because it looks like the game might just go under anyway. The Patriots can't score. I mean, Chargers defense, it's not bad, but not great. But Patriots just can't score. We'll have to see about that one. The Broncos, Kansas City. You know, I've been looking at this under here for this game. Denver's been very good as road underdogs. They're 3-2 as an underdog. They're 6-5. Kansas City doesn't cover like that. You know, you probably want to take Denver, but then everybody probably take Kansas City because they're like, uh, what we just saw? Just wait and see who's the quarterback. But 
If anything, to be safe, take the under. That over might not happen. We also have the uh, Washington football team and the Pittsburgh team. Um, let me see if I can get a spread here. I don't know if Vegas Insider has the spread up. They do not. I think they're going to wait on that. So just be on the lookout for that. But the Bills and 49ers, we do have a spread at two and a half for that one. Um, Bills being the favorite. As um, the underdog, I know it is a neutral site here. So they have the neutral game four and two. That's this that's how that's the record for the 49ers. Four and two on neutral site. That's why I'm taking them. Um uh, I don't know if this game will go over. It's at forty eight. It's right there. This is gonna be an epic Monday night game though. Cannot wait. Those are the picks because uh we'll do the Cowboys and Ravens next Tuesday since I'll be on next Tuesday uh, when they play. And right now you probably just want to take Baltimore. If you were just thinking about it, because we know Lamar Jackson most likely will be back. Okay, so we're approaching the end of this show here, this episode here. And I just have to give a shout out or just do this new story real quick. Tiana M. I don't like to butcher names. Oh, well, I do anyway, but I'm not going to do it. I don't listen to a lot of uh, broadcasts. I like to read, so I don't hear the, the way words are pronounced. But she is a college basketball player for Syracuse. A lot of you guys probably know her. Well, if you watch Sports Center, like I said earlier in the introduction, uh, it was good to see her back playing. The beautiful young lady plays for the Orange. Uh, she was diagnosed with breast cancer last year, had chemo treatment. She is cancer free now. So that's good. Uh, she did score 16 points yesterday, had seven rebounds, had a very good assist, start the game. You know, she's definitely um, a first-rounder. I remember, you know, people are like, she going to go to the draft. You know, she was dealing with the with the cancer treatments at the time, just seeing what she's going to do now. This is her last year, and she's projected to be a first-rounder, could be going to the Chicago Sky. You know, just shout-out to her. I just won't. And, and I'm going to mention her on Instagram. I want her to know. That, hey, we in the studio, you know, we, we happy for you. Things going to look good. You know, unfortunately, Syracuse ain't going to win the national championship. You know, that's just me, okay? I don't want you to get mad at me now, Tiana. Don't want you to get, don't want you to get mad at me, T. I don't need that here. I know you believe. I want y'all to believe. I'm going to be watching you right now. I'm going to be paying attention to y'all. Y'all going to be in the tournament. Let me paying attention to y'all. Depends on your matchup. Cause y'all better not be running to no South Carolina, no Yukons, or nothing like that. No South Carolina, you know they they got that team. I don't know where they got it from, but they they got them. Got to do a little research on how they doing they recruiting. But anyway, you could be the projection is I seen the mock draft. It could be a Chicago Sky, and you could definitely be helping them because they've been the Chicago Sky been getting better. They're one of the best offensive teams in the league. You know they are. Uh, ran through uh, Ali Quigley, you know, a little, little bit of veterans over there. You know, Quigley's a big-time vet. You know, Kalia Copper, she's been in the league for a while. You know, still young, of course, but she's been there for a minute. Uh, Vander Sloot, you already know. Cheyenne Parker, you know, you already know. You know, you're going to help out. You know, they need some more young people over here. You know, Stevens, Azura Stevens, I'm sorry. You know how she is. You know, she came from UConn, so you already know. 
you know, you get y'all two together, y'all gonna be good to go. They do have you projected to go there. I know they lost to Connecticut some last year in the postseason, and they lost Las Vegas uh, the previous season before that. They've been in the playoffs. You're going to help them out offensively because that's James Wade. That's what James Wade do. He's going to play some offense. In his two years of coaching, that's what he do. Just he got the team together. I know they've been pretty good offensively before James Wade, but whatever. It's just a little something, you know. I, you know, I know a little bit about some WNBA history, college, women's college sports. You know, I'm trying to, you know, know all my girls and all of that because, you know, they, they're talented, you know. And I forgot what athlete I heard talk about it. Uh, just talking about, okay, uh, people don't watch it because they don't have the, um, you know, they're not dunking, they don't have the athleticism, but they have the heart, they have the passion, and they play hard. They can, they can play. They can hoop. So, you know, that that was the thing, too. I just wanted to get, like I said, I wanted to give her a shout-out. Tiana, you deserved it. I'm glad you feel better. I'll be watching you throughout the year, um, just like I did last year. Uh, and it was good to see you back out there on the court. And you're going to be living your dream. You're going to be in the WNBA. Ain't nobody going to pass on you. You know it's three rounds. Ain't nobody passing on you. And you should be a first-rounder. You're definitely a first-rounder. And if you don't go in the first round, I'm cussing every team out on the show. That's just me. Uh, that's what I do. Don't play talent like that. This is a talented young lady. So that's all I wanted to say to end the show. Next week's show, we get ready. We get ready, ready, ready. Get closer to the postseason. Preseason for basketball, the NBA. will be approaching that week. So we'll see what's popping there. And hopefully, Lamar Jackson will be able to play next Tuesday, too. And uh, we'll see what's going on around the league. Should be interesting. Uh, in football, and it's also college basketball. Do not forget, you got Texas and Indiana. That should be big. You know how I feel about Big Ten. Indiana, you got a, you got a, a way to make it happen. It's going to be on ESPN, so watch it. Um, I, I think the UNC and Stanford game be on ESPN. Um that's something to watch. North Carolina, only four-point favorites. This is a big college basketball day. Um, Oklahoma State and Marquette should be a fun game to watch. Michigan State and Duke. Duke being four-point favorites should be, oh, this should be good. Kentucky and Kansas should be good. Two teams, one and one. One of these teams got to go one and two. We don't know who. And then, of course, we got some good games on tomorrow. Press Virginia, Gonzaga. Jeez, I can't wait to watch that. Illinois and Baylor. Oh, I wish Tennessee and Gonzaga was playing, though. I really do. Uh, but, you know, that uh, we'll go somewhere else with that. Um, I'm just trying to look throughout the old college basketball week. You know, pretty much to end tomorrow. Those are your big epic games. Uh, Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Of course, big college day, just college football. Gonzaga and Baylor play at 1 o'clock. Make sure you're looking at that. I know I'll be switching in between that and uh, the Ohio State and Michigan State game. You know, hopefully they do play. Ohio State being 22.5-point favorites, but you know what? I might take that over because Michigan State finds some way to win that game. They're going to have to score. So it should go over. I think it's at 50-and-a-half or something like that. I think so. And even so, I mean, Ohio State has scored some points. It could be close to that score, though, if Ohio State do blow them out. It'd be weird. It'd be a weird game here. But uh, also, 
Uh, don't forget about the big NFL games and more college basketball Sunday, Nova in Texas. We'll see how Texas is when they play Indiana tonight. Um, I, I, I want to see uh, Press Virginia versus Georgetown, of course. Um, Western playing uh, Michigan State. I mean, I just like to see in, in state games uh, the Michigan teams, uh, UCF and Michigan play. Had a scare against Oakland, you guys. Um, not a big, not a big day of college basketball on Monday, but of course I get you through the games. Creighton and Kansas play next Tuesday. I get you through some more of the games. Northern North Carolina and Iowa too. Ooh, 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 ooh. Illinois and Duke. Oh, it's a big day, big day in college sports. Hopefully, COVID doesn't ruin that. But you guys enjoy, enjoy your week, enjoy your weekend. I hope you had a great holiday. I hope you did some shopping, and stay safe. Have your mask on. Um, this is no joke. So, you know, just uh, stay safe, stay quarantined, stay out the way, have a mask on, six feet, whatever you must do to prevent COVID from spreading. I'll, see, I'll, I'll talk to you guys next week.